versus means uh, he sees you. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't. So we're just going to talk to each other like a normal, normal conversation. Oh, yeah. Ready? So there's a little music. Just a little music. Look at Bobby. Gotta dance a little bit. All right. Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. Not going to lie, this is the episode I am most excited about. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I have with me live in the studio a wonderful individual, probably one of the most important people ever in my life. This is my bubby, Naomi Traeger. This is my mother's mother. So live in the studio from Detroit, Michigan on the Dan on Top Show, I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz, and today we have with us bubby Naomi Traeger. Hi, bubby. How are you? Hi, Danny. How are you? I'm doing great, doing really good. I'm super happy to have you here. Wonderful. I'm having a nice time being with you and talking to you and looking at you. <laughs> I'm sure you're not the only one that says that. I also feel mutual in a very you know, friendly, familial, healthy, kosher way. Do you want something to drink, by the way? No, thank you. Okay. This is, by the way, beautiful mug sent from Zach Racinger of CRE Pro Course, all the way here for my bubby to enjoy. So uh, we're going to jump right into it. This is super special, a little bit unscripted. Bubby, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, you know, who you are? Who is Bubby Naomi? Now, Bubby Naomi is the mother of, of Danny's mother. And you know, I came to the United States when Danny's mother was only three months old. And since then, we're in the United States. I'm in the United States. And I love Danny very much. And also, he has a border mark, and I love him too. Yeah, and we love you too, Bubby. And I'll just tell you, you know, a lot of people ask me questions. A lot of people say, how did you learn about real estate? How did you learn about business? How did you, uh, you know, get to where you are? And, and it's funny because a lot of it has to do with you. Yes, because when I came to United States in 1948 from from Poland, it was a very bad time for us. But it so happened, I had an aunt in California, and when she passed away, she left me uh, $3,000. Okay. Then I decided to do something with my aunt's money, and uh, with talking to other people, I decided to buy a four-family house. Okay, so you took this money and you bought a four-family house. Yes. Okay, excellent. And what made you want to buy the four-family house? Why did you decide that that was a good investment at the time? Well, I decided... I, I decided to do something because my husband was a tailor and okay. he was making only $16 a week. So I thought I have already a daughter, a born child, and I thought, well, we have to make a little bit more money. And this is, I decided to buy the house, the full family house. So I stayed in, the, in one 
apartment for two years and okay. I rented out the other three. Okay, interesting. And what year was this? In 1950. 1950, so we're talking over 60 years ago. Yes. And you did something that today, we actually call it today, sorry, we're having some issues with the sound here, not sure why, um, but today we call that house hacking, okay? It's actually what I just did in Oak Park and I just did in Southfield and now I'm doing in Birmingham, right? Where you buy a property, you live in it, maybe you'll get conventional financing from a lender, maybe you'll be bubby and you'll be in innovative and you'll get financing from you know a gift that somebody gives you or, or money that somebody uh, leaves you as an inheritance, you live there, you might rent it out, you might fix it, and then at the end, you flip the house, right? We call that house hacking. So you might have been the original house hacker because you were doing that 61 years ago. Well, 61 years ago, after being in my four-family house for uh, for uh, two years, I decided time to, to look for something else. So okay. I saved up enough money and I bought it a two-family house. And I moved in the two-family house after two years. Okay, so you did it first in the four-family house. When you lived there, were there other people living there or you went and found the tenants? No, the, the, the other the three apartments, that was a four, 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 bill, four apartments. Like a so four-family flat? Four-family okay. flat. In Detroit, Michigan, right? In Detroit, Michigan. What city? What, I'm sorry. What, I'm nervous. This is so cool. Uh, what street was it on? Uh, that's on, uh, uh, on, you know. 12th Street? N no. At, at, yes, on 12th, yeah, 12th. 12th Street. Okay. That's on uh, on Richton. Richton in Dexter. Oh, like the is that the Dexter Davidson neighborhood? Dex, Dex, wow, the Dexter Davidson. Dexter, yeah, now I remember. That I did not Rich, know that. Yes, at Richton in Dexter. That was my full family house. Wow. And after two years, I decided to do something else because okay. because uh, I had already. Uh, three kids, and uh, so I bought on Monterey in Petoskey a two-family house. Okay, so Monterey and Petoskey is also near Dexter Davidson, isn't it? Yes. So my father, your son-in-law, also lived on Monterey. I really, I'm not sure. Do you know what his email address is? I'm sure you know, Bobby, because you email him all the time. Just kidding. I, do you know what his email address is? It's Monterey4282 at a certain URL. He lived at 4282 Monterey. Oh, that's what it's called. Do you remember the address of the, of the property that you flipped on Monterey in the 60s? Uh, the yeah. 50s, I'm sorry. Uh, no. I think it was nearby. I think it was close yeah, by. Maybe this is going to come to me, but as of now, I don't remember. Okay, so walk us through it. So now you're on, on Monterey, right? And on you have Monterey, this other house. I have the four-family house on Wichstone. Okay. I'm on Monterey on I'm Montreal and Petoskey in the two-family okay. house. And uh, then after, when my second son was born... This is Uncle Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Yes, Uncle Aaron. Was, was he a troublemaker when he was a kid? Uh, no, I think Irwin was the troublemaker. <laughs> Uncle Irwin, we love you. And Aaron, and Harvey, and my yeah. mom. And uh, we, uh, so I had uh, Uncle Aaron in the two-family house. Okay. And I stayed there till about 
until about two years. So like around 1952-1953? In the, yes. Were you the first owner? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, I was the second owner. That owner must not own the house for very long. Um, I don't think so. Okay, because those houses, like my house now that I, I just I'm selling, is built in 1954 on Oneida Street. Oneida. In Oak Park. You're yeah, familiar with that street, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe the house was about three years old, but I'm not sure. But in that time, that was a great neighborhood, wasn't it? It was beautiful. It was very close to Coolidge. Mm-hmm. And uh, over there, the police department, and also the uh, a lot of things, and also Dexter wasn't too far. The supermarket. Mm-hmm. So that is you're talking about Farm Fresh, and then now it's a gym, Planet Fitness. Talk about that for repurposing over on Coolidge and Ten Mile. Uh, closer to Nine Mile, I'm talking. Oh, by uh, to- by Nine and Coolidge area. By Nine and Coolidge. Oh, area. really? So yeah. that's all pharmacies now. Actually, yeah. I, my friend Benjamin Kogut owns one of those pharmacies on the dollar store over there at Nine and Coolidge. All the the supermarket you're talking about moved a mile north to Ten and and uh, Coolidge. Then it turned into um, uh, I think Farm Fresh. Now it's a gym where people like you, Bobby, are exercising and lifting weights and all that. A lot of change in that neighborhood. Well, I wasn't there for such a long time. Really? Maybe, maybe over 50 years. Wow. I was so I don't remember too much. Okay. So where did you go from the house on Rosemary? From the house on Rosemary, I went to to, uh, to my condo. The condo in West Bloomfield? An orchard in Maple. You moved there when, in the 70s or the 60s? I was in this, uh, I don't remember. Before I was born, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so interesting. And, you know, let me ask you something. What uh, made you choose a specific neighborhood when you were investing in the in the early 50s, mid 50s, 60s, 70s? What made you choose a neighborhood to isolate it as a good investment? Well, I was going uh, looking with your daughter, with your mother, I mean, with my daughter. Yeah. And I decided that would be a very good neighborhood to live and that's why I bought the uh, house. Okay, and and what about the neighborhood made it seem like a good neighborhood for you to buy and invest in and move your family into? Well, I moved the, the, when I moved to my Oak Park house. I was uh, all by myself already. Mm-hmm. My children were older, yeah. and they were married, and I decided to have a place for myself. That's when you moved to West Bloomfield? Yes. Okay. And my mom, actually, she was a real estate agent before and then. She was a real estate agent. So we fascinating. We were together uh, looking for something uh, to invest, you know, and this is what we No found. kidding. Yeah. So that's so interesting. You know, so I'm obviously your grandson, very proud grandson of my Bobby, who is an unbelievable individual, as everyone can see, who's going to, you know, read this or see this or listen to this. And, uh, you know, my friends know about you, my, my family members, obviously, my kids, my wife, everybody, everybody. We all love you very much. And we're, I'm so uh, thankful to have you in my life and to have you here today. It's very well, meaningful to me. Well, I'm really proud of you, Danny. I love you very much. And really, I'm wishing you a happy and healthy life together with your wife, you know. And to just 
you're doing a good thing, you care about yourself and about your children, and I'm really happy whatever's happening with you and the good things. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And, and likewise, you're doing great things too. And I just appreciate, you know, having such a great relationship, being able to, to pick you up, go to lunch, come to the studio, do whatever, and have fun. So I've got some more questions for you because I'm noticing that the things that you were doing 60 years ago are very similar to the things I was doing five or 10 or 15 years ago. And, and I didn't even know about it, at least a lot of it until recently. And what's fascinating to me is I've heard these stories from other people, like from my mom. So I want to share with you what my mom has told me about some of these stories you're telling me. Okay. So she told me, you excited for this? You ready for this? Yes. Okay, good. So she told me that when she was a kid, she remembered one time you took her to, it was either you or my Zadie, my, my grandfather, your, 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 former, your husband of blessed memory, um, and, and one of you or both of you took her to um, the four-family flat or maybe the two-family flat and got in the car, started driving. My mom is saying, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? She gets to this place, and first time she sees, okay, four-family flat. Wow. Okay, there's four families here. We're, we're living with other families. It's normal. So for her, growing up in, in a, a small multifamily or a conventional multifamily four-unit, that was normal for her. Then, a couple years later, you guys took her to the two-family. She said, oh, wow. Like, what is this? You said, Rochelle, that's my mom. Um this is your new home. And she said, oh my gosh, my parents must be rich. They now are only sharing a house with one other family. And then when you guys moved to Rosemary in Oak Park, she tells me the story. God bless my mom. She tells me the same stories a million times and they're awesome stories. I love them and I love you, mom. Hope you're watching this. Love you, mom. So she told me over and over again that when she, you finally got to the house on Rosemary, she went for the drive probably all the way from Detroit to Oak Park, maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes. She got to this relatively new suburb, you're telling me. You know, it's only a few years old. Beautiful brick homes, you know, maybe 1,500, 1,800 square feet. Wonderful layouts, uh, beautiful architecture, landscaping. This was the pinnacle of construction. I love the 50s and 60s, especially in Oak Park and Southfield, respectively. So she gets there, and you know what she says? She gets out of the car. Do you remember what she said to you? Maybe it was to Zadie, to your, to your, to your husband, to my uh, grandfather. Yeah, what did she say? She said, oh, my gosh, Mom and Dad... We must really be rich. <laughs> well, well, not too many people could go from from Detroit to Oak Park. They didn't have enough money to put a down payment on houses, you know. But looks like it. I managed with the money. I knew what to do, and I knew what's the best. And I was really thinking about my children. The children should have something better mm -hmm. than to stay in Detroit. There you go. Yeah, because I was afraid for my children to be in a city when there's always wild, wilding uh, people. Are, you know, wasn't exactly my type of people. Wasn't your speed, wasn't your flavor, wasn't what you were used to. Now, yeah, you've done a lot of getting used to things you aren't used to. Yes. Right? You took some money, you bought one four-family, you flipped it, you bought a two-family, you flipped it, you bought another one. You did a lot of real estate stuff, but that was, like, not what you were comfortable with then either, right? Uh, no, I was stick, still was thinking I have to do more. But the time with raising four children and uh, wasn't easy for me, but I did 
the best, and I, uh, I try the best for my children to educate them, mm -hmm. to send them to college, to helping them with down payment on their houses. That's what I tried to that's do. That's wonderful. And that's what I did, and also naturally a place for myself, you know. Yeah, and you did a great job. So we, we only have a couple more minutes on this segment, but we're going to do another one. So before we pause, I want to ask you something I ask all my guests, okay? Bobby, you've been around a short amount of time, right? You've been around the block probably a lot of times. You do a lot of walking, even today at 96, which is amazing. And, um, you know, <laughs> coming into the studio, I choked with my bubby. I, I try to get the car door, and she's already zipping out of the car, walking in, into the building, telling me how she likes the architecture and how great this building is. That's just my bubby. That's probably where I get it from. But my question to you is, after doing everything you've done in your life, so many things, I mean, you've got almost a dozen grandkids. You've got a lot of experience. Uh, you know, you know a lot of people, and a lot of people know and love you. Looking back on everything, with everything that you know, what are the top three pieces of advice that you have for people? Well, the three people, pieces of advice is naturally to be healthy and happy. This there is you number go. one. Uh, to care about the children and see in case they need help, they should really come and ask mother or father if they have a father. They shouldn't be ashamed to ask help and to do wisely with whatever they have. They shouldn't spend just on, on foolish things sometimes young people can do. They should just thinking about the future, about the uh, old age, let's put it this way, because mm -hmm. if I wouldn't think about that, I wouldn't be able to be in meal uh, to pay that's a lot of money as rent is rent okay in that's why this is the best thing what i can say to young people i love it so be healthy be happy that's like number one number two is i guess you would say maybe you know educate or have the children be you know able to listen to mother and father yes. and what was the other piece of advice be honest with people. Be honest with people. So important to be honest and so, open. Uh, it's very important to be honest in, in, in to love people too. Be honest and love people, you know, especially, I'm not talking about only the family, even a neighbor or a relative, just to be nice to people. And that's worth a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> That's right. Be nice. Be honest. It's worth a lot of money. Educate. You know, make sure you have an open dialogue with your kids. Uh, Bubby, you're one of the most honest people I've ever met. You're one of the funniest people I've ever met. You're one of the most real individuals. This is the, the biggest baller of a Bubby that I could ever imagine. I mean, look at all the stuff she's done. Flipping houses, investing, teaching her kids, her grandkids, her great-grandkids. I mean, one day, my kids are going to be watching this, right? And you know who they learn from? They learned from you, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you. Th thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you. Can I give you a hug? A little yes. hug? Okay. Can we get? I don't know if we can see a hug. We're going to have to wrap this up. We'll do a little hug here. I'm Dan Lukowitz, okay? This is my Bubby. This is my Bubby. God bless her. She should live and be well. Naomi Traeger, my mother's mother, who has done so much in her life. And we are so fortunate to be here today interviewing her. Bobby, I love you. I love you, too. And I'm really proud of you, Danny what you are trying to build a brand new life with health and happiness. And that's very, very important in life, to be ha happy, healthy, and, and, and 
just just to be healthy and happy. That's all. Well, you heard it here first on Dan on Top. Be healthy, be happy. Build a brand new life every single day. I'm Dan Lukowitz. This is Bubby Naomi. This has been another great episode of Dan on Top. And there's the music, which means we have to dance a little bit, okay? It's time to end this. This has been a great episode. We've had fun. Oh, there we go, Bobby. Can we throw our hands up a little bit and dance? Come on, Bobby. Let's dance. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. There it is. There it is. I'm Dan Lukowitz. Another great episode of Dan on Top. Bobby Naomi in the house. Love you all. Stay tuned. Reach out. Dan Lukowitz. www.danontop.com. Dan at danontop.com. Reach out. You want to talk to my Bobby? Maybe I'll let you. You want some advice? She'll probably give it to you. You want to learn? Come check us out. Have fun. Subscribe. Have a great time. And we'll see you on the Napa Attic. We'll see you on the next episode of Dan on Top. Another one coming soon with Bubby Naomi. I'm Dan Lukowitz. Bubby Naomi, thank you so much, Bubby. We love you. I love you too. Awesome. That was great. Cool. That was fun. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs>